This week's episode of Downsizing is brought to you by a good night's sleep. Quite literally, the solution to all of my problems. I'm not going to do it, though. Hello and welcome to Downsizing, the show with the hostess who weighs the mostest. I'm your hostess, Tim Down. And I'm very pleased with how that came together. Um, something uh, right off the bat that I forgot to mention in last week's episode, because I believe I was in some kind of haze, um, is I did some more work on my car. And I think when most people say that, they mean that they, I don't know, I don't know, um, a lot of tightening of various nuts and bolts. I'm picturing putting in uh, a turbo. I'm picturing um, something to do with coolant. Um, and, and what all those things tend to have in common is those are usually voluntary. Those are usually things that you say, hey, I'm going to do this on my car because I would like to do this on my car. Um, and that's not usually the kind of car work that I do. The car work that I do is usually either I want to clean this thing and then I break it or something kind of breaks and then I now have to fix it. And in this instance, uh, it was the latter example. So for the past, I don't know, the past little while, let's say is maybe the beginning of the summer, when I lowered the back passenger window in my car, um, there's been some kind of like a noise, like some, something sounded off. Um, but it still worked fine. I just was like, oh, well, I don't really use that window anyway. There's not usually somebody in the back right seat of my car. So it's not an issue. And then I was running some various errands. And I, I guess, I don't know, the AC doesn't work in my car. We've gone over that. Um, and I think I had something in the passenger seat that I didn't want blowing around. Um, and honestly, I may have had wet hair and I didn't want it to dry weird. So I opened up the back windows of my car instead to let some cool air in and more, well, not to be pedantic, but to let some hot air out. If you know, if you know anything about physics and how air and heat works, but let's not get bogged down in that. Uh, mostly because I, that's about all I know on the subject, but I, uh, I went into a store and then came out and I noticed that the back right window was open just a crack and I was like oh shit maybe I forgot to uh, close it all the way maybe I wasn't paying attention so I get my car and I start driving and I try to raise it and I hear something move but it's not really going up and so I was like well maybe if I bring it down and then try and bring it back up maybe that'll fix it a little shimmy shimmy you know uh and so I did that, and nothing happened. Uh, there was a little, or there was a little bit of, it was a little bit of a shift, a little shimmy. And so, being full of, one could argue hope, one could argue naivete. Uh, I decided, well, what if I just lower? What if I just lower the window all the way down, and then try closing it? Maybe that'll work. And uh, so I did that. Or maybe I should say I did the first part of that because I lowered it all the way down. But then I tried to lift it back up and um, nothing happened. So uh, I had just had a back 
window that was fully open. And um, I don't know how much detail I've gone into about my new apartment, but I don't have a two-car garage. I park on the street, and I'm near a prison. So having an open back window is not exactly uh, the kind of thing you want. And so I was like, well, fuck. This is now something that I have to, uh, this is now on my, this is top of my priority list now. I have to now figure out how to, how to do this. And now I've taken the inside of my car door apart, famously. Uh, it was my driver's side door. And for some, oh, yeah, to fix my, <laughs> to fix my mirror that's still not fixed. Um, so I had some degree of confidence. I, I felt like I've been in this position before, at least in, in, uh, in a sense. But, you know, you're dealing with a window. There's a good chance I just had very vivid. I, I had a bit of an out of body experience where I just saw myself dropping my window and shattering it into uh, might as well be billions of pieces. Even if it cracked in half, it might as well be billions of pieces because there's no way I'm putting it back together. Um, and so I'm sitting on the curb. I've got my little mechanics set of uh, little tools and uh, I just started I looked up a bit of something of a YouTube video but in that video the guy had his uh, had taken the car door completely off and I was just like you know I know myself well enough to know that if I take my car door off on the side of the road uh, I don't think it's going to go back on I and that's not what I'm looking to do so I get to take in stuff. I take off the little armrest. I take out, you know, some of the screws. And I start to try and take a look and see what the issue is. And I'm looking down in between, you know, the crack in the door where the, the window comes up and down. And I can't really see what the problem is. And so I decided, here's a good idea. Why don't I go to the other side of my car and I'll, I'll that does work and I'll take that side apart and then I can look and see how it's supposed to look. And then I can diagnose the problem by going, hey, what are these two images not have in common? And then go from there. That's a pretty smart move, I would say. Now, obviously, I did get a little stuck and got to a point where I was having a really hard time putting the door, the inside of the door back on to go move to the side that was broken. And I just had a thought of like, okay, this is not the side that's broken. And I'm spending 20 minutes trying to fix this um but eventually i got it back on and then i went over to the original side and i looked and i realized so you know not to get too technical this isn't uh whatever gas monkey garage i'm not a part i'm not affiliated with donut media um but when you there's a little arm inside your door and on the end of that arm is a wheel and essentially as you raise or lower the um, window, that little arm lifts up and the wheel runs along the length of the window. So for example, to give you some better idea of maybe how to illustrate this, when your window is all the way down, the wheel at the end of this arm is all the way on the left side of the window pane. And when it's all the way up, it's on the right side. And to facilitate this, there is a, a sort of rubber rubberized uh, protector that fits over the bottom of the window. And this allows you 
to, uh, you know, not scratch your window up as you're, as you're raising, lowering your window. And this had fallen off. And this had fallen off for uh, a single reason, and that's rust. It was all rusted to, to shit. And so basically it just got knocked out of alignment. And I thought, okay, well, that's, I, I think I can fix this. I think I can resolve this because I didn't want to have to be one of those guys that's driving around with like, you know, a, a garbage bag tuck taped to the outside of your door or like a piece of cardboard or a piece of plywood. I, I've already got a bent mirror. I, I can't, I can't be that guy as well. So I, uh, I sort of started to take a bunch of bolts off because I'm like, oh, I'm going to take off the inside of the door. I'll readjust everything, and then I'll just put the window pane back in and be done with it. So I start unscrewing bolts with reckless abandon, and eventually I realize, because, you know, on the inside of your door, or on the inside of my door, I should say, um, there's like a layer of plastic that's been glued down. I imagine as a sign that one maybe to protect the pieces that are in there but two maybe just as like a hey if you bring your car in because something's fucked up and we see that you cut through this to unscrew stuff you know you're not covered anymore but my car is almost 20 years old so that no longer applies so i start to unscrew stuff and then i notice there's actually a big hole a big hand-sized hole in the bottom of the bottom of the door so i reach in and I sort of, you know, basically put everything back in alignment. And I'm like, this is great. I, f- I fucking nailed it. And so I do a little test drive because I'm like, it's back in place. It should work now. And I lift it up and then it just kind of kicks out. And I'm like, well, what's the problem here? What's the issue? And I realized that some of the screws that I had taken out were the screws that held the mechanism that lifts and lowers the, the window. <laughs> Uh, it's what holds it to the door and what holds it in place. So I then had to maneuver that into position and re-screw that in and put the piece of rubber back on. And finally, after what felt like three hours, it was probably more like 45 minutes, I, um, I put it all back together. I raised the window and it closed completely. And there was no issue. And I think, honestly, that is the first time that I fixed something on my car. I was going to qualify that and say fix something properly or fix something and had it be good. No, it is just the first time I've actually fixed something. (laughs) And I felt like I was, I don't know any famous mechanics. I felt like Henry Ford, even though I don't know. I know he invented putting stuff in a line. Um, and I think he was involved with the Nazi party. So maybe I don't have as much in common with Henry Ford as, as I originally thought. <clears throat> but all that to say, my window's fixed. And that's very good because of something that happened later in the week. But before we get there... Um, this is not an ad break. Uh, on Thursday, uh, so my girlfriend's grandma's visiting from Florida. We went there. Now she came here with her aunt. 
so on. That's not the most important thing in the story, but she went over on Thursday to spend some time with her. So I was home alone. And she's vegetarian, and I'm not. And so what that means is basically I usually eat vegetarian meals, which I'm fine with. It's not... It's not begrudging that I eat vegetarian most of the time, but it's just the fact of the matter. And so when I'm making dinner for just me, I sometimes like to have a little meat dish. Um, but the problem was I didn't have any chicken. And I had it in me that I wanted to make some fried chicken because I've made chicken before. I made it in the air fryer, made it on the barbecue. But I was like, you know what? I really want some fried chicken. I want to maybe fuck around with cornstarch even though I hate the way it feels, I want to just, you know, give it the old college try. But as I said, I didn't have chicken. And on Thursday, there were whispers of there being a, a tornado warning. And again, I don't, I don't live in Kansas or, I don't know, Tennessee, Kentucky. I don't live in these places. I live in Montreal. And if there's one thing about Montreal, it's that we don't have tornadoes here. So I a little bit didn't take it seriously. And I did lose power for about 30 minutes, between like 3.30 and 4.30. But then it came back. And I was like, terrific. And, at, you know, while I was working, there was like heavy, heavy rain. And, you know, like I looked outside and the rain was falling like diagonally. Because it was so windy. But then it kind of cleared up. Um, in what maybe was the eye of the storm. <laughs> so I was like, well, look, I'll just go. I'll go to the grocery store. I'll get some chicken. And I'll be right back. And when I left, everything was chill. It was a little dark out. But it was nothing nothing to write home about as far as weather's concerned. As much as you can write home about weather. I mean, if you can't write home about weather, usually it stops being weather and becomes a natural disaster. But anyway, so I start driving and it goes from no rain to a deep end of a pool amount of water coming down, like just so much rain, an amount of rain that's like You'd see in a movie, and you'd be like, that's that's never rained that much. That's unnatural. The kind of rain where people are parked on the side of the road because it's raining too much, which, I mean, it's a little much. I mean, I understand safety, but I also understand having a little pride in yourself and caring about what strangers think about you and your abilities. So I'm going to drive through it, okay? And I did, and I went and I got some chicken. And I got all excited. I was like, ooh, maybe I'll do like a spicy, a sweet and spicy Korean fried chicken. Or no, no, no. Maybe I'll do like a really spicy, more like a Nashville fried chicken. And so I was had all my little designs on doing it. And I, and I came home. I braved the elements. I braved a tornado. And I came home. And I didn't have any power. And, and I've lost power before. We've covered this. This is not unusual. I lost power like 10 times last winter. And normally you can go onto the Hydro-Quebec website and it'll tell you, hey, there was a service interruption at 539. Expected return of service, 730. So you can look at that and you can go, okay, 
should be about two hours. Let's ride this out. And then you go and you check. You go, oh, it's 7.20. It's not back yet. What's going to happen? And then they'll update. They'll go, oh, now it's 8 o'clock. And they just keep updating the time. And in this case, it went from expected return 7.30, expected return 7.45, major outage, red, red everywhere. And so I (laughs) was like, well, maybe, maybe it'll come back, maybe. Maybe it'll come back at like 9 o'clock. That's not too bad. And I decided in the meantime that I was going to reverse my fridge door because the factory settings made it so that you basically have to shimmy up against the wall and open it because of the way our kitchen's laid out. And we bought it partially because the door is reversible. Because you could see, if you look at it, hey, there's a, there's a bracket on this side. And there's a spot where you can put it on that side. And how hard could it be? Let me tell you something. Some of you might be thinking, hey, isn't it a bad, wouldn't it be a bad idea to, when you don't have power, to take the doors off so that all the cold air leaves and drastically reduces the amount of time you have on the food that's in there? Yeah. Yeah, it is a bad idea. And it was a bad idea. And I don't need you to tell me that because I'm a smart guy and I figured that out. But I also thought it wouldn't take me that long. But here's the problem because it has all the pieces to be able to do it. It has all the brackets, it has all the stuff. But there's one part where on the fridge door you have to turn the door upside down. There's a bracket on the right side of the door that gets moved to the left side of the door. And on the right side of the door, there's two screw holes. They're holes that have threads in them where you can put a screw in. And on the left side of the door, there are little uh, holes where one might find a screw hole if it was put in in the factory. But it looks like someone just kind of forgot. So I'm looking at that and I go, hmm. I wonder if this isn't actually reversible. Similarly, the bracket on the bottom of the door, or I should say that like, whatever, on the bottom, the bottom bracket, the hinge has a wheel on it. And that's kind of the wheel for the right side. So you would think, okay, well, there's the wheel on the right, there's the leg on the right side and there's the leveler on the left. So if you move the wheel to the left, you move the leveler to the right. But there's nowhere to screw it in. So currently, my fridge doors are reversed. However, there's a bracket missing, and I have a piece of cardboard wedged under one side so that it's level. So when I say that this put me in a bad mood, that I not only didn't get my little chicken, but my fucking fridge was not easy and I thought it would be easy, I was in a very bad mood. I didn't have any power. I couldn't watch any anime, couldn't play any video games. I tried reading a bit, but I was not enjoying it. So I took a nap, like a cranky little baby. And I woke up, and it was dark, 
my girlfriend came home and I very, I don't know what the right word is. I pissed offedly, made myself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in the dark, ate it, and then went to bed. But I have to be honest with you. I'm not known for having a lot of good ideas. And I'm going to tell you one of the ideas that I had. And to my credit, I, I didn't do this, and I didn't take steps to do this. And I think I would have stopped myself before I got any any degree of close to doing this. But I have a barbecue. And, and obviously a barbecue is run on gas. And gas is not electricity. So if you're out of power, you can still use your barbecue. And you might be thinking, uh, hey, he's going to say that he wanted to make chicken on the barbecue instead. And you're partially right. Because I had my heart set on making fried chicken. And so I started to think, as I was turning my fridge door upside down and swearing and dropping the freezer door, kind of, not really, but a little bit, I thought, what if I took one of the pans that's like all metal, put oil in it, put that on the barbecue, let it heat up, and fry it in there? Some of your eyebrows maybe went up at that thought. Some of you maybe looked at your phone or your speaker in your car and thought, hey, was he suggesting putting a, a pot of hot oil on top of an open flame? In something that he, on top of a fuel source, in a barbecue that he has set multiple fires in. And yeah, I was, but I didn't do it. I waited until the next day when I had power back, and then I deep fried it. And let me tell you something deep frying, a little bit not worth it. Would honestly be better to do it outside with a hot plate because it gets oil everywhere. It stinks up the place, and it's bad for you. But it's fucking delicious. I made some fries. Man, we all, I always make fries in the oven or the air fryer. Deep fry some fries in your own home. You feel like a fucking big shot. I recommend it. Soak the fries for a little while. 375 for five minutes, 400 degrees for three minutes. Just give it a shot. Now listen. I have one other thing I would like to tell you about. Um, I don't have many workout things this week because uh, I didn't work out. And it definitely is on my list of things to do. I am visualizing it. I am manifesting it. But... uh yeah, I just am still not in the routine of it. So anyway, that's neither here nor there. What I would like to tell you is a story about a t-shirt that I have. Now, I don't remember if I mentioned this on the podcast, but when I was in Florida, I purchased a t-shirt at a thrift store. <clears throat> and I knew we were going to go to thrift stores while I was in Florida. And I wanted to get something weird, something strange, because that's Florida. There's a lot of weird shit going on in Florida. And we went to like two thrift stores, didn't really see anything good. And so we find it was like the last one we were going to it was a big store, 
tons of t-shirts. So I just looked through, you know, there's all kinds of like jerseys and random shit and like family reunion. And then partially like halfway through, I found this shirt. It was an orange shirt and it had like this weird, it almost, I thought it looked kind of like a tarot card. Had a guy on a bike with like a weird sun and moon and, and everything. And I bought it because it was weird and I didn't know what it was. And I was like, this is perfect. It's like $3. This is the exact kind of thing I'm looking for. I've worn it a couple times and, you know, some people go, oh, it's a cool shirt. And I say, thank you. And most people don't. I'm not trying to make it seem like I'm like some cool guy that people go like, dude, sick fit. No, that doesn't happen. But I've certainly enjoyed it. And on Saturday, I went to a birthday party. And I'm not going to talk about the details of this party a lot because um, I didn't really get up to anything nefarious, but uh, some things definitely happened and I'm just going to breeze past them. But there was a certain kind of clientele at this party that has a certain knowledge base. And so at one point I was sitting in an armchair. I was sort of, honestly, I was uh, trying to pet a cat that was kind of next to me named Sushi. Very angry looking cat. Makes me want to win her over. And this young lady comes up to me. Her is walking by and she looks down and she goes, oh, I really like your shirt. And I said, thanks. I don't really know what it is. It looks kind of like a weird tarot card to me, but I just bought it because I thought it was neat. And it was like $3. And she goes, would you like me to tell you what it is? And boy, did I. I love that shit. I love when I go, I have no idea what this is. And someone goes, oh, dude, let me bless you with some knowledge. And so she starts telling me the story and she says, well, in 1943, which is the date on the t-shirt, there was a man named Albert Hoffman. And he was researching uh, ergot, which is like a, kind of like mold, I guess. And the research was into using it as like a, trying to make a drug that would help women uh, who were in like childbirth, make it easier on them. And so he was doing a lot of these tests and, you know, one day he just started feeling really off, like really weird. And so he biked home. Someone later said that he didn't actually bike home. He had like a lab assistant or something pull him in a cart. Like they were riding the bike and he was in like a sidecar kind of thing or whatever. But he just felt weird. He started having these weird sensations and started seeing things. And he wasn't sure what to make of it. And so in going over his, you know, what had happened, he he narrowed it down to there was at one point a really tiny drop of a substance got on his hand. And that had to be it. That had to be the thing that caused those feelings. But it was such a small amount of the substance, it was kind of like unbelievable to him. And um, anyway, that's the story. <laughs> of how uh, LSD was discovered. And that image is like a famous image that was on a lot of tabs of acid. It's uh, it's known as Bicycle Day. Um, so I've been walking around with an acid shirt on. 
And other people at the party later on would be like, oh, uh, cool shirt. I'd say, thanks. I just found out it's about acid. And they're like, oh, yeah, we knew it was acid. We thought you were like an acid guy. I'm like, I'm not an acid guy at all. And I'm not just saying that because you might be listening, Grandma. I'm being honest. I've never done acid. Uh, I've never done a base either. <laughs> Come on. Anyway, a little chemistry joke for you. Uh, not a, well, anyway. Um, so, yeah, um, I thought that was very, uh, you know, one of those serendipitous moments. I almost didn't wear it. I almost wore a different shirt. But I decided, you know what? I'm going to a fun little party. I wore my weird fun little shirt. Maybe it'll help break the ice. Because as much as, you know, I've gone to this person's birthday, you know, a couple years in a row now, there's always, I always meet five people and then go to a party the next year and there's like 15 new people. And it happens every time. So, you know, I always end up having weird conversations. And, uh, yeah, I thought I'd share that with you. So, uh, this weekend, let's see, well, tomorrow I'm going to, well, tonight for you, tomorrow for me, I'm going to a concert. Uh, and then this weekend I'm going to a little Airbnb. So definitely not going to be working out at all this week, aside from moshing, I think. So, uh, I'm sure I'll tell you all about that, incriminate all my friends and all the dumb little things that they do, uh, in next week's episode. So as always, you can, uh, follow me on Instagram, accessibly underscore Caucasian, or... Uh, send me an email at downsizingpod at gmail.com. I actually have checked the email now, so I will be uh, responding. <laughs> uh, and also, because I've checked my email, I uh, am not going to have an outro song this week, which maybe we'll get into a little more next week. Uh, so you'll just have to uh, deal with an abrupt end. It's like The Sopranos. It's like The Sopranos in a lot of in a lot of ways. It's going to end abruptly and unsatisfyingly. Uh, the main character is uh, fat and likes lunch meats. And uh, I don't know. Oh, bada bing. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Ta-ta for now.